Welcome to Clear the Clutter. My name is Margaret, and this podcast is where I give you practical and spiritual advice to get your time back so you can finally spend it how you really want. Hello, hello. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about turning your existing skills into cash in the bank. And the reason why I really wanted to dive into this topic today is because it has been a topic of my own household for probably about a couple of weeks now. All of us have existing skills that we could monetize. I truly, deeply believe that. It doesn't matter what you do. Um, You could be like my mom and she's really great with plants. You could be like my dad and have been a project manager for like a bajillion years. You could be like my husband and have been a former welding instructor and just have a really great creative eye. You could be like me and be a business clarity coach um, that helps you bring profit into your business and find missing profit in your business. doesn't matter what your existing skill set is. Um, One thing I truly deeply believe is that not enough of us are actually going after that low-hanging fruit and taking our existing skills and turning it into cash. So most people, and I'm guilty as charged, so it's not like I'm judging. Um, If anything, I'm going to be judging myself. But most people, what they do is when they're trying to either bring in more cash into their household or, you know, build a side hustle or expand the existing income they have because maybe they own their own business already. Most people, what they do, instead of doubling down or tripling down or quadrupling down on the existing skills that they have and figuring out different ways to monetize that, what most people do is they feel that they have to go out and learn a new set of skills and then they can figure out how to monetize that and then they can bring in more money. And in different points in our life, that is true. You know, when you're first starting out and you really don't have a ton of tangible skills, you know, maybe your only tangible set of skills is, you know, high school level skills because you were a filing clerk or you worked at a fast food joint or you worked in a car place or whatever, right? If that is your initial level of skills and you want to deepen your practice into something, different story. I totally agree with that. I applaud deepening a set of skills that you already have. But if you are either in your mid to late 20s or beyond, um, you already have an existing set of skills. And it doesn't matter your background. I mean, I have people that I talk to that, you know, their background is they were in, in jail or their background is they've only been in one type of job for the last 10 years. You know, extreme types of realities. And I still will always challenge them and say, you already have an existing skill. Why don't we take that existing skill and turn it into cash in the bank? And a lot of it, I believe, is that, especially in America, if you're listening to this and you live in America, most people believe that you have to work hard to earn money because that's the only way you'll be worthy of it or you deserve it. And it's a very polarizing statement. You either agree with it or you don't. Um, But most people, they have that underlying belief. If it's too easy, I don't deserve the money. If it's too easy, um, why isn't everyone else doing it? If it's too easy, how can I make a living wage at this? Or how can I make this profitable? Or how can I make this worth my time? They question the thought process or the, you know, their own internal beliefs about 
This is too easy. And if it's too easy, then the American phrase is, if it's too easy, it's too good to be true. Well, I like to take that and challenge that by saying, well, the reason why it's easy is because you've done it a bajillion times. You know, maybe you've done it 50 hours and you're ahead of somewhere else, someone else, or maybe you just have an innate skill for that. And your 50 hours is the equivalent of someone else's 200 hours. So I don't like to tell people that their existing skills, you know, they should just disregard that because it's too easy. I say the reason why it is easy, easy is because you have an innate skill around it. So let me and stop. Instead of being so airy fairy, let me give you something tangible. Um, I am a business profit coach. It's not something that I do all the time. I do it on, you know, request basis only, but I have a handful of clients that I do business profit coaching for. So I will go ahead and I will look at their business, um, depending on where they are with their accounting, if they have an accountant, if they just, you know, have basic books or something like that, I'll, you know, help them review where their money's coming from, um, what they're spending on. And I'll just ask questions as to what are you spending on? Why are you spending on it? What are the results you expect to be getting from spending said money? And are we getting them? Not necessarily rocket science, but at least that's from my perspective. And in reality, I have other people that are willing to pay me to bring clarity to their profit because for them, what comes naturally to me, aka looking at everyone's money and being like, well, why the heck are you spending that? And is it worth it? What's easy for me to see is not easy for someone else to see. So True to form of one of my favorite online coaches ever, I'm obsessed with her work, is Amanda Francis. She always challenges, what would this look like if it was easy? And when I, and I've talked about this in previous podcast episodes, but when I thought of that, it took me like a year to really absorb all of that because I believed that having something easy meant something was wrong, meant some, meant I was cheating the system, meant that I wasn't hurt, working hard enough, that I didn't earn it or I didn't deserve it if it was easy. I had this whole hang up around easy. So once I was able to get past that, then I started looking at different things in regards to making more money and creating wealth. So a little side tangent on wealth. Um, I like to use the term wealth instead of making more money or making more cash. You know, cash is really catchy. So obviously that's why I put it in the title. Um, but I've elevated my verbiage to say wealth because when I think of the word wealth, I treat my money differently. I respect it. I honor it. I try and have a plan for it that makes me feel good and gives me, you know, a long-term result. It doesn't matter what the result is. It could be, you know, paying my mortgage. Well, that's a long-term result or uh, paying off credit card debt or paying off a business loan. It, it doesn't, you know, or buying a course. It doesn't matter. But when I look at the word wealth, I treat my money differently. When I just look at money and cash, I don't treat it the same. I don't give it the same um, respect it deserves. So you'll hear me use the word wealth a little bit more. But Going back to the original example, with me being a business profit coach, I find it very easy. I find it so easy that it's kind of baffling why people pay me. 
And I'm thinking, well, why can't I was, I was walking with my dad the other night and we were walking the dogs and I was just kind of like venting. I'm like, well, dad, this is so easy. How come people are paying me for something that's so easy? And his answer was, it's easy for you. It's not easy for them. And it was a, you know, it was a reality check and it was true. And it's honestly what started the idea of even creating this podcast episode because it's easy for you or it's easy for me doesn't mean it's easy for everyone else. And what people are looking for is someone out there to help guide them to make whatever they're wanting easier to achieve. So if a business person is coming to me, whether they own a multi-million dollar business or if they own you know, a business that brings in 250 bucks a month, and it doesn't matter the range, they're coming to me because it's easy for me to give them outside clarity on where their money is going and is it the best use of their resources. And that's why they come to me. If they're coming to you, for example, let's say you are, um, I'm going to try and make something up completely different. Say you build really great websites. If you do, by the way, totally reach out to me because I'm a hobby website person. I'm not like a official coder and I would love to redo mine, but side tangent. (laughs) But say you build really great websites and that's part of your day job. And it's really freaking easy for you. You know, I don't want to take away the fact that it's easy for you because you probably have some sort of schooling or some sort of education in it. Or if you don't, you have, again, a bajillion hours learning coding, practicing coding, building crappy websites, building better ones, and then getting to the level of where you're at. So it's easy because you've put the time and the effort in. So when someone comes to you and says, hey, can you build me a website? You know, I'll pay you blank. You know, I'm I'm making it up 250 bucks for a one page website. And you're like, uh, sure, I'll do it, but I'll do it for free. Or that's too much. Just pay me 50 bucks. I don't want you to have that mentality because a first off that person offered to pay you 250 bucks for a one page website, like calm the frick on. But B again, what's easy for you in building that website might be something that has been preventing them from starting their business period. Um, you know, or it is so overwhelming and it's so scary that if they could just have that off of their plate, they can move on. So look at an existing skill that you have as a way to bring peace to someone's life, bring clarity to someone's life, bring relief to someone's life, not from the mindset of, this is too easy. I'm taking advantage of someone because that's what I hear a lot when I talk to people and I ask them, you know, you've got X, Y, and Z skill. Why don't you capitalize on it? They're like, well, it's too easy. Or another one I hear a lot is they're taking advantage of someone. And I'm like, you're not taking advantage of someone. You're saving them time, which is what I always go back to in every episode, the most valuable resource we have where you spend your time and the fact that you have options of how you spend your time is the most important thing you could ever give someone. So if they pay you the 250 bucks to build them their one page website and link up their social media, and it takes you an hour because you needed to create some images or you needed to register some stuff and link some stuff and whatever, right? You It maybe only took you an hour and in exchange they gave you $250 but you don't know that you possibly saved them five hours. And those five hours is five hours they could have been spent 
working on their business, spending time with their family, relaxing, sleeping, cooking dinner, whatever. And that they value doing those other activities more than they value the $250, hence why they're willing to pay you said $250. So right now, during the COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic, when all of us, even the ones that are employed, because right now I am employed, I am considered an essential worker, while all of us are stressed out and being coughed on and having to work in really freaking weird conditions and we'll be able to talk to our kids and our grandkids and hopefully our great grandkids about the time that we live through a world pandemic where everything basically shut down. Again, if you're dealing, if the stress is too much, I want you to go back to the previous episode, episode number 28, and listen to how I handle the stress and how I deal with stress when it's that big of a stress. But if you're already past that and you're handling the stress pretty well, I am going to challenge you to go ahead and take whatever existing skill you have and turn it into extra cash in your bank account or extra wealth in your bank account. And again, it could be something super small. It doesn't have to be, whenever I bring up turning an existing skill into money in your bank, sometimes it just means so that it can help chip away at the grocery bill. Or maybe that money just helps pay down some credit card debt faster. Or maybe that money goes into savings. Or maybe that money is how you guys have date night. I've used um, little side hustles in the past to pay for courses that I wanted. Not every single thing that you do has to replace your existing main income and has to make you a bajillion dollars. Um, So I don't want that to be something that holds you back and be like, well, this existing skill I have, I could probably charge about 50 bucks for it and maybe I'd make 300 bucks a month with it, but that's not a livable wage. So let me not waste my time. So to that point, if that is your objection, because I came for someone. So whoever's listening to this and that is your objection, this answer is literally for you plus some dog snores. Um, If that's your objection and you're saying, well, I can only earn 300 bucks a month with this skill. What's that going to do for me? So there's different things you can do with that money. There is, you could put it in a savings account slash rainy day fund. You could take it and put it towards existing debt that's just stressing you out and you want to pay off. You could take it and put it towards a vacation fund, which I definitely believe that none of us take enough vacations. You could put it towards a furthering education fund. So like me, maybe if you really love to pay for courses, you can use that money and it could help pay for future courses for you. Um, You could donate it to charity. There's tons of different things that you could do with the money. And from there, once you've done this enough, that is when I would challenge you to reach out to someone like me, whether it is me or whether it's someone else, reach out to someone like me and say, okay, I have this skill. I have taught or whatever, you know, I've taught, let's say, no, let's go back to the website person. So say you can only make $300 a month building websites for people. Cause that's all you're ever going to do is one page landing sites for people, right? Well, maybe at that point, after you've done five, 10 of them, whatever you go to someone like me and they say, well, okay, obviously this is your going rate for a website. And you can do one or two a month. So you're doing three to 600 a month. Why don't you build four or five templates 
And why don't you reuse those templates and then you just do some minor modifications so you're not rebuilding the website from scratch over and over again. You, you take that existing skill you have and you take something that is easy for you and you make it even easier. And I'm here to give you permission that it's okay to take the things you're doing and always continue how to make it easier. So if that meant you built a couple of different website templates and people could pick from them, you're allowed to do that. That's okay. I totally give you permission. And then from there, say maybe you sold some website templates and you put them on, I don't know, Creative Live or you put them on other sites that you can charge or maybe you build your own site and people can download the website themes from you on your own site. And that's another way that you make it easier on yourself. Whatever it is, I want you to think of this existing skill that you have. And I don't want you to just say, okay, I always have to trade my hours for dollars. Um, just like I'm advising you, this podcast, for example, is something that is a legacy item. Every single episode that I create not only gets my message and my content out into the world, but it's something that I can reuse over and over and over again. I can use it and I can pitch other um, sites that I want to write for. I can use it to guest post. I can use it and post it on Pinterest to have someone find me. Um, I can use it as bonus audio for a course I'm creating. I can use it to show that I've got authority in X, Y, and Z. So it's something that because I'm taking something that's very naturally natural to me, which is gabbing in front of a microphone at 11 o'clock at night. Um, I'm taking something that's easy for me, giving advice, gabbing into a microphone, and I'm making it even easier. I'm turning it into a podcast. And there, from there, I'm making it easier. I'm taking that message and then pushing it out to social media and into my amazing newsletter. And then from there, I'm making it even easier. I have it published everywhere. So Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, you name it, it's probably on there through Anchor because I want my message to get out everywhere and using anchor gets it out in one click everywhere for me. And then again, I'm taking it another step further and I'm making it even easier. I'm allowing myself to get paid while I'm doing all of this. So it's easy on top of easy on top of easy on top of easy. And to be honest, I probably don't even know what the next version or level of easy is. So maybe easy is I write the copy and I have someone schedule everything out for me. Maybe easy, the next level of easy is having um, someone schedule out the copy for me and someone create have, have someone create the images for me versus having me create the images. There's totally more levels of easy I can't even fathom right now because I'm trying to get used to the level of ease I'm allowing in my life now. But in the meantime, I'm taking an existing skill I have, I'm turning it into cash in my bank account, aka wealth in my account, um, and I am rewiring my belief that getting paid doesn't have to be hard. Getting paid can be easy. Getting paid consistently can be very easily. Anything I do, I can monetize and I can create wealth while I'm sleeping. Anything I do, I can use to get my message out to help people. So all of these little things that I'm rewiring as I'm creating these podcast episodes with you guys and gals is an effort to help myself, but it's also an effort to help you because 
I remember when I was frantic trying to find someone that would make my life easier because what I was doing was hard and hectic and stressful and the shit wasn't working. And I was like, oh my God, there has to be a better way. So I remember, hence why I'm so obsessed with Amanda Francis, why I spent countless hours searching of someone for, I I used to say a prayer. I'm like, for love of God, can someone just make this shit easier for me? Because what I'm doing is not working and I'm stressed the fuck out. So you might be that prayer and that answer for someone. And I don't want you to take a skill that you know, whether it's God given or evolution given or just through sheer determination, I don't want you to take that skill that you're 80% of the way there and discount it because the remaining 20% is too easy to make money off of. You know, someone out there needs you and you can make someone's life so much easier if you just got out of your own way. So with that being said, Um, I'm going to give you some journal prompts to kind of help you shake out some old beliefs and help you figure out what the skill is. If you've been listening to this and you haven't thought of that skill, um, I'm going to use these journal prompts to help you kind of shake out that skill, um, that you could use to turn into extra either cash or wealth in your bank account. So don't worry. Um, if you're listening to this and you're walking or you're somewhere where you can't write the answers down, the journal prompts are always at the website, margaretstevens.co. And just look for episode 29, turning your existing skills into cash. And you can find the journal prompts there. Or if you have subscribed to the newsletter, which I've talked about in the past is my favorite thing in the entire world. You'll always get the email with the journal prompts and the audio podcast sent to you every single time an episode comes out. So you can always grab the journal prompts from there. Or if you follow me on social, you can find them there. But my favorite place to send them is to either put them in the email newsletter or on the website and make it easy for you guys to find slash copy and paste slash answer. So without further ado, let's get into the journal prompts. So journal prompt number one, What's an existing skill that I have that people are always coming to me for help with? So again, answer that one. People are always coming to me to have them, to have me help them find clarity around what the heck is going on with their money. So that may not seem like a tangible skill, but you can turn it into something tangible. Question number two, what's something that I love doing and secretly want to get paid for it? I really kind of love looking at people's books and seeing how they spend money and where they spend money and challenging why they're spending that money. It's something that's totally geeky and nerdy. And if I was any better at it, I would, for some reason, figure out how to be an accountant. But being an accountant doesn't light me up. So I'm a business coach instead. So something like that, something that makes you giddy, geeky, and nerdy inside and you would secretly want to get paid for it, that might be an existing skill you have that you could turn into money in the bank. Um, question number three, if I, was, if I, Margaret, was to pay you for the skill right now, I'm going to hand over some hard-earned ducats to you, how would that make you feel? Does it make you feel happy, sad, angry, stressed out, overwhelmed? How does that make you feel? Question number four, what beliefs did you just identify from the question above? And is that belief ultimately true? So if you felt happy, 
but you felt nervous, well, is it ultimately true that you have to be nervous? You're obviously good at this. Why are you nervous? Or if you feel like it's too much pressure, well, is that ultimately true? Who's who's putting the pressure on you? They're coming to you because you're going to make their life easier. You don't have to make this complicated. You kind of get where I'm going with this. You know, whatever you, whatever came up, whatever bubbled up in you, basically, is that ultimately true? And most of the time it's not. And we're just putting too much pressure on ourselves. Question number five. Yeah, five. What would getting paid for the skill you already have look like if it was easy? So my version of that is I have coaching clients that I work with. Um, We do a set number of hours and I review things and we have a goal for every month and we hit the goal. That's it. We make it easy. I can do sometimes I can do it in person, depending on the client. I can do them virtual, again, depending on the client. And we meet on Mondays because Mondays is the best day for me to meet. So again, we make it easy. And if there's something they need to send to me, there's always either text or email. We don't have to make this complicated. We can make it easy. So if the skill you're going to get paid for, what would it look like if it was easy? And then question number six, the final question in your journal prompts is, what's something that you can do to remove a step and make it even easier? So for me, if I was getting ready to take on new business profit coaching clients, it's kind of a messy term, but you get my drift, right? If I was getting ready to take on new clients, I could have a standard intake form on my website and I could say, okay, go to margaretstevens.co backslash blank, blank, blank and fill out the intake form, and then I could standardize the process. I could set up a PayPal button and have them pay me ahead of time, and then I just owe them the amount of hours versus having to chase down, to be honest, some of my clients because they're not that great on paying me on time. I could set up a block rate and say, okay, we seem to be averaging X amount of hours I'm going to have you prepay me for that many amount of, that amount of hours ahead of time. And then if you go over, we'll adjust from there. Um, something I could do to make it easy would be to standardize some of the homework and practice I put people through so that I'm not recreating the wheel every single time I'm working with a client. Little things like that. You know, even I, someone that is on this podcast and touting all of this stuff to you, could always make it easier. And sometimes that even means having someone point out to you where you get frustrated. They can point out like, well, can't you just simplify it by doing X, Y, and Z? Whether it's someone like me that's a coach or whether it's someone that's a friend and just observing you, there's always a way to make it easier. So with that being said, I am going to challenge you to reach out to me in whatever form you want, whether you respond back to the newsletter, whether you reach out to me on social media, whether you go to the blog. And I want you to tell me what's the existing skill that you have that you could turn into extra money in the bank today. Because right now, especially during this pandemic, there is no reason to be turning away money. We could always have more money in our bank account to do good with. And I want to see you do good with it as well. And I want to see you make someone else's life even easier by, you know, using your gift. So that is that. And I appreciate your time. Have a great day. Bye guys. Have a burning question for me? 
Want that link I was talking about? Get access to all the resources and links that were mentioned in this episode and others over at margaretstevens.co. And if you haven't, don't forget to sign up for my VIP list where I share special bonuses, pre-launch coupon codes, and advice I don't share anywhere else. Thanks for listening.